0: Hey all, this is Justin, and thanks for listening to the ENJ Show. This episode had a bit of an audio glitch where Zoom defaulted to my computer microphone rather than my USB microphone after a bit of an audio hiccup early on in the recording. So as a result, I sound rather tinny and reverb and my audio is not balanced very well to Emily's. I tried to do the best I can to edit this in post, but obviously with just crappy built-in computer microphone does not compare to even a $30 USB microphone. So I apologize for this, but we had such a great discussion that we didn't want to delete this episode or re-record it, it just would not be the same. So we've done what we can, and we've left it intact, and without further ado, this is the 10th episode of the EMJ Show. <laughs>
1: Uh, Hi I'm Emily
0: and I'm Justin
1: and you're listening to the E&J show it's a podcast about sex relationships pop culture I don't remember how I do this because it's been a long time Uh, food farming and uh, how we're navigating this crazy little thing called life (laughs) Uh, so how are you doing Justin? That,
0: That sounds like the copy that you usually read okay more or less more or less it, it i wasn't has,
1: looking at it and it's been a while so i was like uh yeah, wait a minute how it, do i do this
0: it has been a while we did two episodes kind of in uh, rapid succession kind of yeah, back, and to in, back
1: in march and then we didn't do one in april
0: no and we would have done one earlier as in this episode uh but you kind of thought you were going away again and then that's not right happening and stuff and yep So uh, here we are, here we are, early May, and this is a new episode.
1: And it's also episode 10.
0: Yeah, I I suppose that's true.
1: Which is kind of awesome.
0: Yeah, it's a big deal.
1: Uh, It's almost been a year since we started, so one a month, roughly, roughly.
0: Yeah, if I remember, we, we did a few before we started uploading them properly.
1: That is true, because we started so, uploading in September, I want to say.
0: Yeah, but we started maybe in July.
1: July, July, yeah. yeah. Uh,
0: so it's weird to think, but what a year it's been. Not, a really, it's not been. really a year, but...
1: Yeah, I actually read an article this morning that my chocolate class teacher posted on Twitter about how, like... A lot of therapists are reporting that their their clients are talking about brain fog and like being in isolation and not being around people is causing memory loss and and p- for people to feel very distracted and not be, being able to focus on their work. I it make well it got me thinking about how. We, you, and I keep being like, "When was that time we did that that walk, or when was it? When did we make the cake, or like all these different activities that we've done? If they don't really have a date around them, like I totally forget when they even were, especially if they were before COVID, actually."
0: Yeah, right. January, February, early March of twenty twenty. Yeah, like a completely separate time. It's totally. Of yeah. So I wanted to start this episode with a story because it's been, I think it's been a little too long since uh, we had something funny from real life happening. And uh, so that's why I'm reaching back to uh, when I was in high school for this story. We've got a Google doc where we kind of put our ideas for all our shows. And I wrote on this Google doc uh, for for my topic, I said, jello shot threesome and that prompted some question marks from Emily (laughs) and uh this is the story of said jello shot threesome
1: I just I commented on it because I went to like I went to fill in the information for my topic last night in the document and I just saw jello shot threesome but we had never talked about it beforehand so I was like um what is this
0: yeah, I just figured it was time to tell this. I needed something funny.
1: Okay, I'm ready. So
0: this, um, have I have I ever told this to you?
1: I it sounds familiar, but I don't remember.
0: Okay, so there's the people that listen to this podcast that probably remember when this happened.
1: Okay. Um,
0: and if not, I've definitely told them about it. So there's there's that. I'm gonna be changing up some names
1: okay sounds good
0: yeah
1: (laughs) um make your voice deep and unrecognizable
0: (laughs) this is a story uh so this goes back to i want to say i was a senior in high school if not i was visiting a home early on freshman year of college like fall semester somewhere around then and my best friend Will call her. Hmm. Give me a good fake name. Sasha. Um, no, I'm going to call her Ty the Tasmanian Tiger.
1: <laughs> okay, that's different.
0: Yeah. Uh, so, so, Ty, my best friend, a lady, uh, always friends with this girl who I'm going to call anime because that's what she really liked. Um, Okay. And it was her 18th birthday. Whose? Ty's? Oh, animes. And Ty said that they were invited, but she felt like she just, like her other friends kind of bailed and she didn't want to go to this birthday party alone. And so she asked me if I'd come along. And she said there'd be booze involved and i'm i'd be fine to just bring beer and just hang out and for the record i knew anime only in passing Mm. very very in passing i think we had some classes together but i always thought she was a little strange and i kind of wondered why uh tai was friends with her but Mm. whatever i mean it you know it's a night out on the town baby so we go to anime's house. And we show up, and they've got this big backyard. And it's just one of those like typical suburban backyards, which around where I live, yards are pretty small. Uh, so it was kind of like you could build another house on this backyard. But it was all grass. It's just grass and a white fence, no landscaping, no bushes, no shrubs, no flowers, nothing. Uh, Perfectly manicured and everything, but to me, it's just very strange and sterile. And so they're watching some like CW type movie, you know, some vampire thing, Mm -hmm, some sexy mm -hmm. vampire, like, like definitely the offshoot of Twilight type stuff. Okay. This is being projected on the giant white fence in the, in the backyard. And they've got an entire platter spread from BJ's or Costco, one of them uh all this catering of some nice hockey buck burgers and hot dogs and all that nice but there's like no one there Mm. and we realize we are the only people that showed up to this birthday party
1: shut the fuck up
0: and many many people were invited to this birthday party and we definitely were not the it's not like other people had showed up and then left no, we oh, were the only no. two, and I wasn't even really invited to that. I was just like told I could tag along. I, I was. Why
1: didn't anyone go?
0: Uh, it's still kind of a mystery.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: But it was really, really awkward. Uh, I think because everyone was kind of fearing this type of situation, so then they made it into mm. a reality. Yeah. And so that's so
1: sad. It,
0: it was. I I immediately I said, okay, this is where this is going. <laughs> and oh no so then we go inside like the movie had finished we go inside and anime's house has a finished basement which uh was kind of a big deal i guess for me because a lot of the people uh I-, I knew lived in two family houses and all the basements were split between mm. uh, both apartment units and were very old like 100 years old and so the the idea of having like a full on bathroom and like carpet and all this stuff in your basement was Yeah. Kind of, that was a
1: thing for rich people on Long Island. Yeah,
0: Long Island. I mean I think it's just a thing in general if you've got like a single family house, mm-hmm. but I I didn't know a single person that lived in a single family house. Everyone I knew lived in a two family or an apartment.
1: For, on Long Island it was like the kids' playroom, like all the toys and the TV, and for the kids, were down there.
0: Yeah, that's what they always do. Uh, yeah, my, my aunt and uncle, um, when they were together, they they finished their basement. And they had, like, one room in the basement that was for, you know, the boilers and everything. But then the rest was, like, the kids, like, all their toys. And yeah. Like, I think the family computer was down there. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so it was still kind of a, a new thing. And it was it was a nice, nice basement, like, big flat screen TV. Definitely just a very different lifestyle than I was used to. Right. And so we'd bring all the food inside. And I hadn't had dinner. So I was like, okay, well, I'll just help myself. Because clearly there's more than enough food to go around. Right. And she puts on this movie called The Lazarus Effect. Have you heard about this?
1: Um, remember yeah, this? but yeah, I remember it being a thing. I never saw it.
0: It was it was one of these just like horribly schlocky things. I want to say it was what's her name, Olivia Wilde. Is that like the
1: thirteen the pr- from? House. Yeah, yeah, the hot lady yeah. from
0: House. That's what everyone. Yeah,
1: the hot by lady from House.
0: Exactly. Uh, she was in it, and I want to say. Oh, who's Childish Gambino, Donald Glover? Yes. I want to say he was in it. It was like kind of a really random mix of people who hadn't done a lot of movie acting at the time. Mm -hmm. But just like horribly, like, again, kind of like a CW type thing. Everyone's Mm. trying to be sexy and it's goth and dark and it's about people coming back to life after they die and having weird like murder sex with each other. Like total, total schlock.
1: Oh my God!
0: And so I, I'm just saying, okay. This You're is just watching
1: f- all these horny movies. Yeah,
0: she had all these horny movies like <laughs> ready to go. They were primed and pumped.
1: Oh my God!
0: And well, she, it was her
1: 18th birthday. Maybe she thought she was. It was rebellious. Laid. I don't know. Well, so okay. it's
0: interesting you mentioned that <laughs> because I uh, and at the time at the time Ty didn't really drink. They don't really drink a whole lot in general. Okay. But yeah. uh, um but at the time like they didn't at all. But anime certainly did. And mm. so anime starts saying, Oh, well, I've got uh, my parents made me a surprise for my birthday. And so
1: were they there, by the way?
0: The parents were upstairs, yeah. Yeah, okay. that's that's kind of an interesting uh uh-huh. little like background note to this whole thing. So anime comes back, and anime has a tray of Jello shots, and I've never encountered Jello shots before because um, I don't run in those circles. But yeah, on, I, on this I night I did.
1: I never had a Jello shot till I was in college.
0: It it it's very much that you know it's like, and I understand why, but uh, so I said, okay, well, what the heck? I'll try one. And they were really strong like these mm. the, they were a little heavy-handed on whatever was was combined with the jello okay uh and so we're watching this movie and i'm just having a really bad time i i think i think ty and myself we're just not we're looking for a way out mm. and then there's some you know one of the many horny scenes comes on in the movie and anime mentions like, oh olivia wilde is so hot but that dude's hot too don't you wish you could just have a threesome with them and i said not really i'm not i'm
1: not into them so <laughs>
0: not so really no no. <laughs> no no not particularly Put all
1: your little fingers together tap your little toesies together yeah not me ma'am
0: not me eyes to the sky
1: <laughs>
0: and so then she Proceeds to ask me if I've ever had a threesome.
1: Oh, boy.
0: And at the time, I hadn't had sex at all. Uh, but I just thought that's an interesting question to ask in general of someone you don't really know. Uh, so I said, no, not not really.
1: <laughs> not really. Not really. Only kind of. Only,
0: only partially. <laughs> and then she asks if I would want to. And I thought it was a hypothetical. But then there was a glance of eyes and everything. Oh, no. And then she said, well, you know, I'm by." And then I realized the, the wheels started turning, and I said, oh, no.
1: <laughs> Wait, did she think that you and Ty were together?
0: Um, I don't know, but I don't think it mattered to her because she had made advances on Ty and Ty's friend and oh. other people before. Like, as a joke, like, haha. Totally lesbians, laws laws, you know. But okay. uh and Ty always told me that it made her feel really uncomfortable because mm. she did, what did not reciprocate that at all. I no, I think this was just like, haha, friends fuck each other, right, guys? Uh-huh. And so for the record, uh Tai claims that she doesn't remember this story, at least in this amount of detail. And I'm okay. j- I'm really jealous because I wish I could have blocked it out. But I, remember, <laughs> I remember it all. I remember it all. And I was the one who was drinking. And, and so, uh, I mean, she basically just just says out loud, what are your thoughts on that? Like, having a threesome together. And like Right
1: there with the parents upstairs?
0: Yeah, why not? It's only the most reasonable thing you could do on your 18th oh birthday.
1: Oh, my God.
0: And, um. I went to the bathroom, and I think I stayed in the bathroom for a long time. <laughs> uh, I, I had to pee really Try, badly,
1: trying to figure out how to climb out the window. Yeah,
0: trying to figure out. <laughs> I I had to call a lifeline, phone a friend, and I, I don't fallen
1: and I can't get up.
0: <laughs> I, I don't know how we got out of it, but I I think I think Ty put her foot down pretty easily. Mm. Um, but anime was was really wanting to grill me on many a sexual question and wow it was awkward and i don't think anime had had sex at the time either like Mm. i I think i think she was also a virgin or if she wasn't then she'd had sex like once i don't know
1: interesting It,
0: it was it was something else and then i remember the next day i woke up and my head was pounding because this is before i realized you need to drink water when you consume yes. that much alcohol and yes. sugar all the sugar in the jello and i had a foggy memory and then things started coming back to me
1: oh my god and i got
0: scared because i thought something actually happened and i, I texted ty and i said would it
1: have been that bad yes okay were they I, unattractive
0: i'm not attracted to them and I'm not gonna have sex with my best friend. <laughs> well, then like, there's that.
1: Above, there's above, that.
0: above all else, uh, you know, even if you swapped out the third party, I, I probably wouldn't do it. But, but especially, no, it was absolutely a horrible conundrum to find oneself in. And I got nervous, and so I texted Ty, and I said, "What happened last night?" And uh, she just said, "Like we'd made up an excuse and left early." and i said oh that's anticlimactic um and that's the first and last time i did jello shots
1: damn i've taken jello shots many a time
0: well the the other thing is that now anytime i think of olivia wilde i think of that night so when Uh, i see any article about her and harry styles or something i'm like i just think about the time i was weirdly propositioned
1: wait they're dating now yeah, now?
0: They, yeah, they have been for for a few months.
1: I mean, oh, she's like—I 50- thought she was married with kids. She
0: well, not anymore. Harry Styles came along. Well,
1: she still has kids.
0: <laughs> well, I
1: hope unless he, something happened.
0: Harry Styles came along.
1: He ate them like a like a lion.
0: Well, I think she was married and had kids, and then divorced, and then she was dating. Uh some guy jason sudeikis or the guy that looks exactly like him
1: jason momoa
0: right and uh they were engaged and then harry styles came along and that engagement was no longer
1: (laughs) oh my god he must be very he must be a good guy no i don't know that he must be very like charming and good in bed and like packing
0: the thing with harry styles is like this is not the first or second time he's done this he when he was like 19 when one direction was first starting he broke up the marriage of two different like 33 year old women you
1: told me this yeah
0: it's crazy like two different women that were like newscasters or like involved in the entertainment industry both faithfully married until young little boy thing harry styles comes along and
1: he's so pretty uh,
0: there's got to be a little more to the prettiness. Um,
1: I mean, he definitely has a huge that's package. The, that's
0: the only. That's the only explanation. No, you know.
1: I I think he's probably like really charming and good in bed and like and like sweet. Like he he's like an artist and he has like obviously a feminine side and is probably very like emotional and. Maybe he writes them poems and stuff. I don't know, I'm just fantasizing yeah, this, here. Sounds like, this sounds like projection. <laughs> this is just 100% projection. He shares his dreams with them, and he analyzes their dreams, and... And he lets them analyze him. Uh-huh, yes. And they write short stories together about the people who walk by people watching making up stories. Right. Yep. Um that's that That's that. What a story. I don't I feel like you did tell me that at the farm, but it was a long time ago.
0: Yeah. Well, there, there are some people that will listen to this and will remember the story. Uh this is also for the people listening. This is also the dirty little secrets girl. So
1: wait okay that's for another time i i feel like i remember yeah, that is. too but yeah um Pornography. okay oh okay <laughs> we'll leave it at that um so my topic is also about sex but not sex that I've had or almost had. Um that's so- the
0: theme of today.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All
0: the times we didn't get laid.
1: All the times we haven't had sex. Okay. So I was going to do this topic. Um I talked about this last time that I was going to do this this topic on chocolate as an aphrodisiac for my uh, I was going to write a paper for class, the chocolate class that I've been taking at Harvard Extension, and then use that paper to um, to do this talk, but I didn't do that paper. Instead, I did a paper on how the chocolate industry uses performative activism and racist- racism to um, promote their businesses, their brands, and their products. So, um, I'm not going to talk about that on the show, but I do think that's important. Um, but I am going to talk about (laughs) chocolate as an aphrodisiac. Um, so there's a lot of debate as to whether chocolate is actually an aphrodisiac. And from what I understand, it seems like it's actually a myth. Uh, but regardless, chocolate is very romantically and sexually loaded, um, uh, I learned from my professor at Harvard, Dr. Carla Martin, uh, that the week leading up to Valentine's Day is the only week of the year that men buy more chocolate than women. And that's because there's this idea that if men buy chocolate for women on Valentine's Day, they'll repay them with sex, right? Like...
0: I mean, naturally.
1: Yeah, it's kind of the same with, like, diamonds, like if you buy a woman a diamond ring, like she'll lose her virginity to you and get married. Um, Oh, oh. Right?
0: Uh, that's a new one for me.
1: Well, like that's why people buy engagement rings. So that like in the old days.
0: Yeah. I never, I never really thought of that, but yeah, Uh it's, it's like a, well, it's your promise ring.
1: Yeah. It's sort of like the opposite of a dowry. It's like, he's paying the dowry um but so how did this idea that like chocolate makes you horny start um so the mayans who began cultivating and consuming cacao 2500 years ago around then uh uh which cacao is the bean that we make chocolate out of it's also Um, a safe word is it
0: it's a portlandia joke
1: okay i don't remember that one um (laughs) You always remember everything. <laughs> Every minute de- detail. Um, so, they believed that cacao aided in virility and was a symbol of fertility, as evidenced by their ceramic fertility goddesses, their statues who have cacao pods hanging from their bodies, which is actually how the tree grows instead of like the cacao pods, which are the fruit growing off the branches, they actually grow off of like the trunk and the the big branches of the tree, like directly. Um, the Aztecs thought that um, that cacao was uh, libido inducing as well. And legend has it that Montezuma drank 50 cups of cacao a day, um, oh. which chocolate was consumed only as a beverage at this time. It wasn't consumed as a bar, as we know it, until much later. Um, and he drank 50 cups a day to aid with his, like, libido. Um, and so it was actually... I, yeah.
0: I, I've, I've got a question about that. So uh, maybe you get to this later, but... Mm-hmm. At the time, did they have any way to sweeten it? Because I have to imagine that's yeah. like relatively bitter. I mean, fifty cups no matter what is gonna be a lot. That's like it's too much.
1: Yeah, the Europeans really felt when they first arrived that the beverage was very bitter for them. Um, they the the Mesoamericans did drink it more bitter than we do or did just because they didn't have cane sugar, but they did have honey. Um And I think they had agave as well. So they did sweeten it, Um but they also drank, they ate it as like a savory food as well. There's a lot of uh, dishes today, at least, that um in like, have you heard of mole obviously? Yes, yeah. I think mole came later, but mole is made of, of chocolate, is made of cacao. Um, but, uh, yeah. And so, but back then it was mostly men who ate chocolate. Women were the ones who prepared the beverage. Um, and it was wealthy men mostly who drank it. Uh, then the Spanish brought cacao and chocolate, chocolate, which is the drink to Europe in the mid 1500s. And it begins a journey through the courts. It, uh, it mostly was only drunk by the elites because um, it was very expensive and rare, obviously. Uh, and it became very popular with women in the courts. Uh, chocolate was always assumed by the church to have, like, sexual or dynamic problems. Uh, demonic properties because it was invented by, quote-unquote, barbaric pagans. Um, so there's there was a lot of debate as to whether drinking chocolate was sinful, uh, but many papal officials drank it anyway. Uh, and in the French court, the infamously lascivious Giacomo Casanova, I'm sorry, I'm going to butcher all of these names. reported Giacomo? Giacomo. Giacomo. Giacomo Casanova reportedly drank chocolate before every sexual encounter to get the juices flowing. Um, yeah, and he talks about it in like his writings. but and then another story from the French court was that a woman named Marquis de CoeLagon allegedly gave birth to a black baby because of her overconsumption of chocolate. But she also right. had she had a favorite black male servant, so you do the math. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's a story that like is still told about like the Versailles to this day. Um, and then in the other courts, like across Europe, healers and alchemists invented new ways of consuming chocolate with ingredients that would boost its carnal properties. And women start being accused of being chocolate freaks and being, like, sinful for drinking chocolate. Uh, But by the 1800s, chocolate became available to many walks of life and began being consumed in bar form, thanks to the invention of the chocolate bar by Joseph Fry, and then later the milk chocolate bar, thanks to the invention of powdered milk by Henry Nestle, the Nestle, and the bar itself by Daniel Peter. Both of those guys are French, uh, or Swiss, sorry. Uh, and then returning to Valentine's Day, did I talk about Valentine's Day? Oh, I actually haven't yet. So Valentine's...
0: Well, you, you mentioned that Valentine's Day is the time. Oh, that- yeah,
1: of course. So, yeah. yeah. So Valentine's Day was essentially invented in the 1800s. It's a Victorian invention. Like I it, it. it. was celebrated like... uh, Like it was... It started in like four fifty or something, but it wasn't really celebrated the way that we do now until the eighteen hundreds. And like my professor, Dr. Carla Martin, basically was like, "It's a very heteronormative, like, sexually loaded holiday that the chocolate companies invented to to sell chocolate. And Cadbury was the first company to sell heart shaped heart shaped boxes of chocolates. Uh, the idea." again that like chocolate being associated with sex um and that becomes solidified in the cultural ether through the like uh marketing of valentine's day and chocolate um
0: and was that also because it was like colder weather generally february it like sales are down um is, is there a reason why they chose valentine's day or is it That's a good
1: question. Um, Because
0: there is St. Valentine, but I just don't know. I don't know at what level where the religious people have the crossover with big capitalists.
1: I don't know if St. Valentine has anything to do with, like, romance or love. I actually didn't look into that. But I will say that in terms of, like, sales, chocolate, like was still drunk as cocoa, uh, like all the time in the 1800s and even into the 1900s. So like I'm sure it sold pretty well And also chocolate like in bar form. Um, the reason it sells better in the north versus like and um, versus like the equator, at least partially besides like affordability is because chocolate melts when it's hot. So it's, like, easy to make and store without it melting in, like, the northern hemisphere. That's the same for the southern hemisphere, but it's not as popular.
0: Right.
1: Um, so then Hershey's starts making its famous kisses, which were originally called sweethearts in 1907. And that was in the U.S. Meanwhile, in Europe, Cadbury and other companies were using marketing techniques to sell their products, which included campaigns where girls complained to their boyfriends that their friend's boyfriends were buying the boxes of chocolates and they were like where are mine Um, and then fast forward to today chocolate companies still use this notion of like that women want and even crave sexually chocolate and it's a common marketing tactic and there are ads and commercials everywhere you look where women bite into chocolate and suddenly are overcome with ecstasy um it's the and greatest
0: then, orgasm if,
1: uh, <laughs> exactly and and there's like ads where they'll say like you know better than sex or like the it's ne- this has never felt so good chocolate never felt so good it's like what the hell but the ad that shocked me the most recently that i sent to justin was uh for godiva masterpieces um so a woman bites into chocolate and then this like montage starts where there's like women getting chocolate and caramel poured onto their naked bodies and they're being dipped in vats of chocolate and coming out like totally emerged in chocolate and they're like all barely clothed and beautiful like Pale, pale skin, dark brown hair. They're
0: they're all like 10 out of 10 Victoria's Secret. Yeah,
1: wicked skinny, very, very skinny. Extremely skinny,
0: skinny, very European features.
1: Yes. Um, And then at the end of the commercial, so throughout the commercial, it's like saying the words chocolate never felt so good. And then at the very end, a man and a woman, like barely clothed, jumped into the air and bump crotches together and a puff of like an explosion of pink smoke comes out from their crotches. So I mean That's it was, what happens. <laughs> it's like it was pretty obvious what they were getting at. And there were all these comments, I watched it on YouTube and there were all these comments from men that were like, This is so hot. <laughs>
0: I mean, I'm not okay. I'm not gonna lie. When you
1: you you said something inappropriate, when I said it to you,
0: what did I say?
1: You said I almost poked through the phone or something.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I said, I I said it's a good thing I didn't watch this on my phone. Otherwise, I would have poked a hole through the screen.
1: That's right. That's Uh, not okay.
0: Well, initially, you know, when I opened it, I didn't. Exactly no, because I think some of these ads you find, the people that upload them, it's not the brands, it's people that have access to the ad, and it's just like a string of numbers or like sequence, you know, it's not like a real title. Right. So I can't, I think this was one of them, but I just remember it opens and it's like softcore porn, and then only later do you realize it's chocolate, but for like the good first like five, ten seconds that gets your attention, it's just mostly scantily clad woman
1: Oh, there's also, like, there was a, there was a, one of the images in the commercial, this woman has her arms, like, reaching up to the headboard, and you can see only her arms oh, and her yeah. head, and That's she's, like, right. writhing.
0: <laughs> I forgot like, about that. It I forgot does...
1: about Sue till just now.
0: Yeah, it's, like, the cheesy, like, she, yeah. it's, like, the cheesy rom-com, like,
1: cut yeah, he's, to black He's sex gone thing. down on her, but you can't see.
0: That's not what they do in rom-coms. It's missionary for
1: five I months. don't know, you're right. Well, I don't know, I don't. It's like cheesy b- bad movies. It's
0: for dudes.
1: It's for dudes. Um. So yeah, I mean, whether chocolate is actually an aphrodisiac is unlikely, like I said. It does contain chemicals uh, like theobromine, which is what it's named after. Theobroma cacao is the Latin name, and caffeine. Uh, which boost energy and mood, but that's about it. Um, I think, like, other aphrodisiacs, like oysters and bananas, it's about the connotation and also the way that food feels in your mouth. Like, Like, not only does an oyster, like, not only is an oyster synonymous with vagina, but it also, like, is wet and slimy, and, like, the way you swallow it is, like... It's salty. Uh Uh-huh, keep going. (laughs) And you know, a banana.
0: (laughs) I don't know, please explain.
1: Big, hard...
0: Not always, uh, they can be
1: soft. That's true, I don't like them like that, though.
0: You need them to be rigid?
1: I buy unripe bananas, because I like to eat them a little bit before they're ripe.
0: Yeah, I... Yeah, um the oyster thing you, you you've read you've read kitchen confidential right no no,
1: no yeah, i I'm never been over this yeah
0: i mean it opens up anthony bourdain of course kitchen confidential it opens yeah. up and and the first like the prologue to the book is his first sexual and food awakening and they are one and right. the same and it's him eating an oyster out of the ocean and the way he describes it is pornographic but i mean it's, yep. it's anthony bourdain and i think anthony bourdain is the only person i can think of that can get away with that uh I mean it's done tastefully.
1: It as, is. As, as I loved that. I was like, this is a great opening for like a journey.
0: It's it's really, really yeah. I, I
1: remember- mean, also I fucking love oysters. I know that's like super normy, whatever, but oysters are so good and like it's and it's really not like just the flavor, it's like the experience of it's summer and like you go to a nice seafood place and you eat like get, get raw oysters. Yeah, There's I don't. I don't think about that's.
0: It. I don't think that's normy. I think, I think overpaying for crappy oysters might be normy. But like, really going to a dedicated raw bar is a little. Yeah. I, I don't think a lot of people do that. Um, the
1: last time I got oysters was when I went to Maine last summer. I think.
0: Yeah, uh. la- last time I had oysters was two years ago.
1: I never get too uh, many cuz they do they are hard on your stomach cuz you know they're bottom feeders.
0: Right. Well the the thing is my cousin has a traveling raw bar. Yeah. And so Well when
1: but, we see him I will get oysters.
0: Yeah, they're the best oysters I've ever had, really. And then I'm clams, excited too. Having having a shucked raw clam is an experience all in its yes, own. Yes.
1: I've never done it. But um my mom grew up eating raw clams and she actually has this story where And she thinks of it as like very anthropological. But my mom grew up on Shelter Island in New York and um, in the summer, anyway. And she was on the beach one day and she was really hungry and she saw this like clam and she just like opened it up. She was like four years old. She opened it up and just ate it raw. Like she knew that she could do that. Wow. And she doesn't even remember like being told that. She just thought it was instinctual.
0: I mean, what else are they made for? They're bivalves. You open it up. What else do you do?
1: We used to do this thing at my my school where, like, at the end of the year, we would have our beach day, and we would go clam digging. And then at the very end of the day, like, we would stay well after, like, you know, three p.m. It would be like the families were there and stuff, and we would have a clam bake, and we would just like put them on the grill, and they'd open up, and just like put butter on them, and they were freaking amazing. Yep. Now I really want seafood.
0: You know going back to Valentine's Day, you know what the most romantic thing you can do for your partner is to get oysters together. Now that's sensual.
1: You get oysters together? Yeah. Yeah. I've no, never I never da- I've never dated someone who like really No, that's not true. I haven't dated anyone like long-term who really likes seafood. My long-term partner absolutely hated seafood.
0: I I, I really think that there's something because if you're afraid of eating seafood in front of someone, you know, seafood as a whole is not, it's messy, right? It's not, it's not Some pretty. Some people to
1: just eat. really don't like it. They don't like I the know. smell. They don't like the flavor. Like I, it is, it's weird. I, now, I, it, like it's a weird food for sure.
0: Yeah. I understand people's hangups, but I, I genuinely, and I don't mean this like jokingly. I really, really do mean this. I, I think like, eating seafood together is if you can do that like that's a nice bonding experience Mm. um and I i don't even mean anything like sexual by that it's just like if you feel comfortable enough to do that because as you said you'd be amazed at the amount of people that just like would never ever ever
1: yeah i think like eating food like eating a really really incredible meal together in general is very bonding um but my my best friend in high school aluna used to say that if you could you should eat a burger in front of someone on your first date and if they still want to go out with you after you eat the burger in front of them then they're the one which of course like in reflection i'm like like if he saw you eat the burger like weird and he didn't want to go out with you again like that would be so petty. <laughs> you've, you've told
0: me this before, but I still don't quite understand. Because what...
1: eating a burger is really hard. Like for some people, I've never really had trouble eating a burger, to be honest, but some yeah. people like cannot handle a burger and the, the bun, the, the patty always comes out from the bun or it starts to fall apart. They don't squish it enough if it's like a tall burger.
0: Uh, Yeah, I could understand that if it was, like, five guys done all the way where you've got two patties and, like, all the toppings and everything, but...
1: Yeah, but you just... You got to have a firm grip. Like, who was it that grabbed Katy Perry's burger costume the other day?
0: What?
1: Did you see that? There's this picture going around where some celebrity grabbed Katy Perry who was in a burger costume, and they were grabbed it really firmly. Okay, well, you don't get it, but Uh... maybe... Someone else will get it. Oh. Huh. Um,
0: well, next first date I have. It's going to be Burgers.
1: Okay. So um, I recently watched the entirety of Avatar The Last Airbender. I didn't watch it when it came out. Like, I think I watched the first episode back in the day, but um, I never really followed through with it because I felt a little old for it. But I just watched it as a 28-year-old woman who's definitely too old for it but it was really good it was such a fun story the the animation was really beautiful and the characters are all like really thoughtfully produced like and I love how their personalities develop over the course of the show and um yeah if you like cartoons at all i would definitely watch it i'm not like an anime person at all and it's not a true anime anyway so but um it's very fun and and it's also just kind of rad like they're fighting and everything is so intense and very very entertaining um the way that you know they're all really connected with the nature too and um the four elements that each like tribe has or civilization has, like is like interesting to see how they relate to it and like move with it to like make the bending happen. So uh,
0: for, for people that don't know Avatar, I'm someone that doesn't really know Avatar. So let me yeah.
1: just,
0: let me just sum it up in a layman's perspective. Okay. Uh so it's kind of uh asian type world asian type aesthetics and everything yeah and there are four great nations and each one is kind of representative of an element earth air uh fire and water yep and the main character is destined to be able to control all the elements and bring peace to the world but peace has gone out of balance and so he needs to learn all the elements he starts out with air and yep. he needs to learn uh, the other three, and that's yeah, basically it. Yeah,
1: water, earth, and then fire in that order. And he's obviously an airbender, and he's the last one, like it says in the title, because the Fire Nation has killed all the airbenders, and the Fire Nation is bad. But yeah, definitely watch it. Um, it's very entertaining. I started watching Korra like two nights ago, and I'm I'm looking forward to it.
0: A lot of people on the apps have been talking about Avatar. I think it's one of yeah. those things. People people of our generation who either grew up with it or only watched a few episodes in passing, now we've had COVID and people are looking for That's things to thing. watch on exactly. Netflix. That's a thing, exactly. Long-form uh, shows.
1: I think it like came out on Netflix, or like, got popular anyway last year like at the beginning of COVID. And a lot of people watched it then, so I'm a little late to the game, but... Uh, I mean still on there so and they're all kids so it's kind of you know it, it's it is it feels like a kids show in that way and then Cora like everyone is an adult or like an older teenager so it's it's very different feeling so far but yeah right on. anything else I don't think so. I was going to uh-huh. say earlier, but then I forgot that I deleted all of my apps. So um, I, I've deleted all of my apps from my phone and from my, like, I've deleted the information, whatever. My account is gone on all of them. I had four. Now I have zero.
0: So basically what that means is that it's up to me to bring in the fun stories from the apps which usually those stories are yes. not fun. They're, they're fun listening to, but they're not fun experiencing.
1: Right. Well, I'm going to have real life experiences as my plan. Yep. I, I already, I met one person at my house. Nothing will happen, but I met someone. So it's, I'm already getting the ball rolling.
0: Yeah. I'll okay. I'll subject myself <laughs> to the misery for both of us.
1: I'll subject myself to the the real life misery. Oh, I will say that a couple weeks ago, um, I was talking to someone who in their bio, I told you this, Justin, it was like, is eating you out on the first date too soon? And then there was like a emoticon kissy face, not even an emoji, an emoticon. So I like, cu- we were talking I probably shouldn't have talked to him because of that, but he was kind of cute, so I gave him a chance, and then I, like, brought it up that, like, he was gonna, uh, you know, we were talking about sex, because it, you know, he had that in his bio, and I just thought he wanted to talk about sex, I don't know, and... He was like, I don't just want to have sex or I'm not like a freak. Like, why would you get that impression? And I was like, well, in your bio, like it says you want to eat someone out on the first date. Like, not that. Well,
0: also, also his entire bio was about sex. You showed up to me and it was something about like.
1: He likes likes to have.
0: It it was something in the streets, something in the sheets. Uh, oh yeah, his, his first date too soon to eat you out? It was and he just... said,
1: "I I like to have a deeper connection with my r- love, with my friends and romantic ones."
0: Yeah, no, his entire bio was just it, it's true, it was all but it was t-
1: it was Tinder. I mean, but I know, it, yeah, I know, no, it, but for but for him
0: for but for yes. him to say, "Why do you think all I care about is sex?" I don't know because you have you have three different stands. you mentioned
1: of... sex all forty-seven times. Yeah. Yeah, and Which is and, he, fine. and was asking me questions about sex when we were talking. So golly gee. Um, but he removed it from his profile because I said something.
0: Until he didn't, and he put it back.
1: No, he removed it again. Oh. He like took it away and then put it back, and then took it away, and now at least last time I saw when I deleted the apps, it was still gone.
0: You should just own up to it, you know. Just own up to it. <laughs>
1: I think people are really confused. I'm confused. Like, sometimes I'm like, oh, yeah, I want a boyfriend. then I'm like, vulnerability? Whoa, whoa. Slow your roll there, buddy. No, thanks. I'll just stay single forever.
0: I I don't think I'm confused. It's just uh, I've had a streak.
1: (laughs) I think I sent you one. One of those uh, She Rates Dogs things today that was like, at the end of the text, the guy was like, I'd rather dip my nuts in hot tar than tell someone I love them again. And I was like, I relate to that, which is terrible, Um. but I really relate to that. Uh. I'd rather dip my personal nuts (laughs) in hot tar than tell a guy I love him.
0: Well, on that note.
1: Well, on that note. And next week is our birthday, so happy birthday to us. That's true. Um, so this was technically our birthday episode.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay. Thanks for listening. Um, we hope you enjoyed this episode. And, uh, you know, keep liking and sharing and downloading and please like and subscribe and leave a review on itunes if you have a moment um yeah time to eat
0: time to eat